0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Date Night with Mark and Julia. I'm Mark. And I'm Julia. And today we're gonna kind of step into my wheelhouse of things, so STEM. So today we're pretty much just gonna be asking Mark, who is a snake, aka a business major, to <laughs> see how much he's kind of retained over the almost two years of dating. So yeah, All right. strap in.
1: Cue the intro music, baby!
0: Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I'm actually a I actually majored in bio in undergrad, and now I'm getting my master's in health sciences. So I would say I'm pretty knowledgeable about certain things STEM. Pretty well definitely versed. My strengths are bio. Yeah, my my weaknesses are definitely chem <laughs> and things of that nature. I think I'm pretty decent at physics too, but I think we're definitely going to stick to questions bio biochem related because that's mostly what i know and i think i feel like you know a decent amount of stuff i mean you took ap bio in like high school so right?
1: if taking ap bio is the like benchmark of being good at biology then i'm very good at biology however actually <laughs> applying that knowledge not so much i will say disclaimer i think i got like a 770 on the like sat2 subject oh, test
0: oh he's smart but i got a three oh, on the ap really so smart.
1: that's why i'm stuck taking intro to psychology now
0: i mean duality of man dude i right? mean
1: get you a guy that can do both am i right like
0: <laughs> okay so i guess let's just start off like super basic at the most basic unit of biology bigger than like molecules and atoms and things like that so let's start with the cell Oh, mitochondria right? Okay, so great! Wow, we have <laughs> you have a head start here. So essentially, I just let's just go over. Can you just name me some of, I guess, the organelles? Sure. Are
1: we talking here? You know, like, I'm gonna throw c- you c- a curveball. Are we talking plant or animal? Let's, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Okay, let's just stick with animal. Okay, so let's just stick with eukaryote
1: mm, versus prokaryote. See, just throw it. See, me and you can throw vocab words all day. Baby. Okay, so
0: I mean, let's let's get even like like. So let's just think like a human cell. Sure. Like, you know, like a human cell. So animal cell. Sure. There's. So do you do you want to name me some of the uh, organelles? Name at least name at least four that you can think of, and then I'll ask you. Do you actually know what those organelles? Yeah. So do?
1: there's the mitochondria. Okay. The nucleus. Tell me about uh,
0: her. Oh. actually, go ahead. Name all four first. So you have the mitochondria, the nucleus. What else do you have? The
1: Golgi apparatus.
0: Mmm. Love the Golgi.
1: Mm. I'm scared because I have no idea which one, what that does. Um, <laughs> the vacuole? Or is that only implant? Yes. Oh, let's go!
0: That was only implant.
1: It's huge.
0: Yeah. Okay, well then, so let's start off with the mitochondria. Powerhouse right? of the cell, so what baby. The mitoclon- you already know how it would be. I know, but like, do you mind explaining a bit more in depth about why it's the powerhouse of that's the cell?
1: That's where ATP is um, produced.
0: Wow. Amazing. Oh, and really? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I> thought- <laughs> You kind of knew that, <laughs> so that yeah, mitochondria is the site of ATP generation. So they use like
1: Krebs cycle,
0: oxid. Let's not get too deep in yeah, all that jazz. Krebs cycle, oxidative phosphorylation, glycolysis. Let's jazz. get jazz. Okay, well, glycolysis actually occurs in the cytoplasm, Ooh. but that's besides the point. Oh, okay. cytoplasm It's a the bigger t-
1: organelle, right? Like it's the it's the goop.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the goop. Yeah. <laughs> inside of
1: I remember in AP, no, no, not AP bio, in (laughs) freshman year bio in high school, we had to make like, you know, just like a cell out of like household Mm -hmm. objects and my cytoplasm was jello.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what else did you say? You said the nucleus. What is the nucleus?
1: That's where all the DNA is stored.
0: Do you have any like other descriptions of the nucleus?
1: Um, I'm, I'm sure there's probably our RNA in there. I mean, just RNA. Like RNA has to be in there, right? Uh. Is that going to be a no?
0: So, yes and no. I mean, technically, transcription occurs in the nucleus. So, technically, at any given time, there could be RNA mm-hmm. in there due to transcription. But eventually, the RNA is, like, moved out of the nucleus to, like, be read. Anyway, we're, we're getting really ahead of ourselves. But you know what? That's, like, mostly right. So, at any given time, there might actually be RNA in there, but not because it's, like, staying in there.
1: Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that's, like, the... It's a pit stop, if you will.
0: I mean, it's just part of the process, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all the nucleus does. It just holds the DNA. Anyway, what else did you say? You said Golgi apparatus. Proteins, baby. Did you Google or are you guessing? Oh,
1: actually? Let's go!
0: Well, okay, okay, wait, wait. What about the proteins, though? So, like, what does the Golgi do to the proteins? They
1: make the proteins. Or they break down the
0: proteins. Mm -hmm. Or they do
1: something to proteins. Amino acids.
0: They do... What about, okay, wait, well, I'm like confused as to what you're trying to say.
1: To be perfectly honest, I'm just saying words that have somewhat of a relation to proteins and hoping something is correct.
0: Well, what do they do to proteins?
1: They denature the protein. No. They make proteins.
0: In what way? Because do you remember, do you know like what ribosomes are? Yeah, uh, no.
1: They're in the Golgi bodies, right?
0: They're, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I have no idea what it does
0: golgi bodies are part of the the protein modification process Mm. so like they'll receive so like you have the endoplasmic reticulum which is where you have a bunch of your ribosomes and your ribosomes are the ones making the proteins right they're like do they they do the whole translation yes that protein gets kind of moved into the golgi bodies and they kind of help to transport it either outside or transport it to its destination they also might do some of a modifications i guess things of that nature but yeah i mean you were right that it has to do with proteins gang
1: gang. and the last is the vacuole. talk about
0: oh yeah stay hydrated maybe hydrate or
1: dehydrate that's where the water is right um god i was really confident and if it's not that's just really embarrassing
0: <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else i, mean, I thought water was, I, was in conv- I
1: thought like it's a ball and it's like kind of like you can poke it and it's kind of like filled with fluid it's like a sack.
0: What? So, what's its function, though?
1: To ensure osmosis throughout the cell. Mm, like it draws in water. Like it draws in water when it needs it, and it lets out water when it doesn't. Is that no. what cells do?
0: Um. Also, I'm now just realizing vacuoles aren't found in animal cells. They're found in plant cells.
1: Dang, I.
0: So I was actually See, blunt. I
1: was sup- no no no. Cause- so
0: let me stand corrected. I was like, "Wait, I don't think vacuoles are part of animals." Yeah,
1: animal no, cuz I was not going to lie. I thought so too, and then you said yes, and I'm like, "Oh word. I guess I just got it wrong."
0: So then why didn't you cut up- then why didn't you correct me?
1: Cuz I mean, let let the record state you have a BS in bi- a BA in biology and an MS in Sorry. health science.
0: Anyway, so regardless regardless, <laughs> what do you think a vacuole does?
1: Retains water. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What does it do?
0: So there's different types of vacuoles. I know that for the most part, they have a lot of like enzymes in them. They have like, they have a bunch of different functions. I know sometimes they have like enzymes that are, that can break down substances. Yeah. Or they can kind of get rid of waste products in the cell. Yeah. I think that's what they do. You know.
1: You know the vibes. All right. Hit me with it, baby.
0: I don't know too much about plant cells, so I don't know why I said this. (laughs) Well, I just sound really dumb now. Someone take away my BA in biology.
1: It's yours.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So now let's think um, smaller level. Oh, shit. I mean, not like too small. We're thinking now like molecular level. Mm. So we know that there's things called like carbohydrates, proteins, lipids you know those like three main building blocks so tell me a little bit about you know proteins we 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 touched on it a bit before um can you tell me what the components are an
1: amino acid multiple amino acids
0: i didn't finish my question but yeah but i was gonna ask speaking of an amino acid can you tell me the structure of an amino acid
1: it has rna
0: Mm. Mm-mm.
1: i have no idea what the structure is then oh it's bent
0: okay well
1: is that a thing like isn't aren't there such things as like bent shaped structures oh wait no that's the that's <laughs> the that's the thing of like water right water's a bent
0: okay let's 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 just like take a step back do you know the names of some amino acids
1: no <laughs> glycol no i feel like i used to have to know that
0: any just oh any.
1: bca Or BAA?
0: What's BC? Like, wait, what? What is BAA? I don't know.
1: It's something like, it's something that's on like protein powder (laughs) that I thought was an amino acid, but probably is not. B12? Is that a vitamin?
0: That's a vitamin. Damn. Sad. Well, have you ever heard of things like glycine, alanine, leucine, cysteine, glutamine? Thymine? No. Histidine. Thymine is...
1: (laughs) Not one of them?
0: No. Damn it.
1: Yeah, I have no clue.
0: That's in a that. Those are the bases of the <laughs> DNA. Damn, you hate to see it. Okay, so I guess. Uh, how about we we move to to lipids? Mm. Can you name different types of lipids?
1: Cholesterol.
0: Yes, cholesterol. Correct. Anything else?
1: Monolesterol. <laughs>
0: what?
1: Oh, monosaccharide. <laughs> or is that sugar?
0: That's a sugar. So we're still we're still talking about lipids. Uh... So we have cholesterol, you know. Yeah. What else? You know, like, what What about the things you find in, like, um, like meats and stuff?
1: Animal fat.
0: Like steaks and... Yeah. So can you be more specific? What kinds of fats are there in animal fat?
1: Circutious fat? Subcutaneous fat? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing?
0: <laughs> I mean, that...
1: Like, <laughs> that's right. I
0: mean, uh, yeah. But I meant, like... On a molecular level.
1: Oh, th- isn't One that, of those, isn't like, that a molecule? What
0: is that subcutaneous? <laughs> well, I'm talking about on a <laughs> 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 You know, like, you know, like triglycerols.
1: Oh, triglycerides. That's, um, like, I have high those in my blood pressure test. <laughs> like, in my blood test, it shows up as pretty elevated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh there's gonna be a bunch of us laughing um so like yeah triglycerides
1: i'm trying to think of Um, phospholipids uh, oh phospholipids yeah no i'm trying to think of what's on my blood test and think of what is elevated and try to (laughs) correlate those into different types of fats (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, fatty acids, mm. things of that nature. Fish oil. Um, that's a type Omega-3.
1: <laughs> Is that a fat? Is that a lipid?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I mean, close enough. Close enough. So, like... Do you know what the difference between a saturated and unsaturated fac- fat Oh, acidity? the
1: presence of oxygen.
0: Don't test me. <laughs> they both have oxygen. Wait, what? They both have Dude, oxygen. i so
1: confident. Wait, wait, wait. It has to do with the presence of something <laughs> existing or not, right? Because that's why one of them yeah, is saturated and one's not. So is it the presence of hydrogen? It's the presence of something.
0: <laughs> they both have.
1: Wait, wait. The yeah. sad thing is this is like freshman high school biology. I'm pretty sure if we pulled like my so I have a younger sister who is taking freshman biology now I'm pretty sure she could answer this
0: question mm-hmm. probably so Mark do you know the difference between a saturated and unsaturated fatty acid
1: they have I would have said they had oxygen but now I don't know
0: <laughs> they both have oxygen
1: what's the answer
0: so a saturated fatty acid, it doesn't have any double bonds. That's so it, that, yeah. So that's why um, things like butter, butter is typically saturated, saturated fatty acid. What? <laughs> it's, it's it's composed of saturated fatty acids because you know at room temperature they're able to. I guess they they have all of all of those um, interactions. That they can pack tightly because there's no double bond to kind of. Induce like a an angle into like the fatty acid so it can pack tightly. But unsaturated fatty acids, so like your omega three fatty acids. Let's and, go. You know things in like olive oil and things like that. That's the reason why they're liquid at room temperature, right? It's because they they can't pack tightly together because they have these double bonds in them that make them harder to compact. Yeah, I mean that. I don't know. That made me laugh so hard. Just. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's let's move on to carbohydrates. Ooh. So, can you name me some types of mono... So, like, what is a monosaccharide?
1: Mm, they only have one sugar.
0: Yeah. So, what about a disaccharide?
1: Two sugars.
0: So, do you know how the two sugars are linked?
1: Through a chemical bond.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong.
1: <laughs> oh, damn.
0: Do you remember... The names of some common sugars, or some common simple sugars?
1: Yeah, glucose, yeah. sucrose, monosaccharide... What? Uh,
0: well, so so what are some monosaccharide simple sugars?
1: Glucose. Glucose.
0: Glucose.
1: Oh, gluten. Oh, wait, shit. No, that's just... <laughs> 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 I really
0: thought that was... <laughs> oh my Wait. gosh uh, oh that oh, that was so good
1: <laughs> um
0: do you need some help yeah so there's fructose oh, oh ribose high
1: fructose
0: galactose you know those so do you do you know so Gudetama. <laughs> you mean the egg <laughs> yeah Okay, so say we combine some of these monosaccharides and they make a disaccharide. So what what happens when you combine glucose and fructose? What's the name of the disaccharide that it forms?
1: Fructose.
0: No, or I said glucose plus fructose.
1: Fructose. You just combine the two names. Oh, glutose. <laughs> Is that how it works?
0: No, it's actually sucrose. Dang it. I knew that one. So sucrose is actually a disaccharide. Mm. It's glucose plus fructose. So what about how, so let's just flip it the other way around. How would you make lactose? So lactose is also a disaccharide. Mm. What two monosaccharides would you have to put together in order to make lactose?
1: Glucose and glutamate. Did you say
0: glutose?
1: I <laughs> meant glucose, glucose, and fructose.
0: But we just said that was sucrose. Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, thought, I thought sucrose was glucose and fructose.
0: That's what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, what two monosaccharides would you have to put together to get lactose?
1: Glutamine.
0: What I think I'm mispronounc-
1: I am, am I mispronouncing it. How did you say it? Say one. <laughs> is it like glutamate?
0: Glutamate is an amino acid. No, no. <laughs> uh,
1: Can you name some monosaccharides?
0: Glucose, sucrose, ribose, galactose. Wait, did we just
1: say sucrose was f- fructose and.
0: Oh, shoot. Sorry, fructose. You know, I'm getting confused. <laughs>
1: Okay, it's lactase, right?
0: Lactose.
1: Yeah, but what? Oh, why?
0: <laughs> we're we're taking so long just to make lactose. Just name two monosaccharides. <laughs>
1: I don't know two monosaccharides. I just named you some fructose.
0: fructose, glucose, ribose, galactose. Oh, ribose
1: and galactose.
0: You know what? That's one out of two. So I'm gonna give you a pass. <laughs> So lactose relationship is actually... should
1: be fifty fifty. He gets fifty percent of the questions
0: right,
1: and she laughs. So,
0: so glucose plus galactose is equal to mm, lactose. Got it. Wow, that was a a, a journey just about carbohydrates. Okay. <laughs> um Okay, so can you tell me what glycolysis is?
1: Is there twelve steps? God, the sad thing is I used to be able to like write out and draw structures on like what glycolysis was. But essentially
0: I mean, there's no see? there's no not 12 steps.
1: Oh, that's the Krebs cycle.
0: But Okay, so just tell me like what the so say you're writing the equation for glycolysis. Like what are you putting 2 into ATP glycolysis? Plus No. What? Let me finish my question. <laughs> <laughs> So you have glycolysis. It's a, it's a process, right? So what molecules are you putting into glycolysis? And what molecules are you going to get out of glyco- glycolysis?
1: Is it c 6 h twelve? Okay, you O6? don't have... Just,
0: just name them in general. Just name them in general.
1: Oh, I don't know what it is other than the actual, like, scientific thing. <laughs> so,
0: wait, what did you say, though? The
1: C6H12O6. C6
0: o- so what is that?
1: I don't know. I just know that. Like, I wasn't trying to flex. I was genuinely being like, you need that. Is that correct?
0: Well, that's technically glucose.
1: Oh, cool. Okay, good to know. Good to know.
0: So so, so, what are other things that you need in order for glycolysis to occur? You don't have to get too, like, in detail. Oxygen. Like, actually, glycolysis can occur without oxygen. Oh,
1: that's cellular respiration. Right, right, right. ATP. So. Or does, so, wait, does glycolysis generate ATP?
0: Yes, glycolysis generates so, ATP.
1: So you need gl- glucose, water.
0: You know. you you don't need water for no, glycolysis to happen. It
1: releases water. Yes. Um, see, all you need to know is the final product. Who knows what it goes into our food, but I know what comes out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if you okay, I mean yeah. So you need glucose. I'm not gonna try to explain this because I feel like I'm gonna confuse you even more. <laughs> but I don't. So as a result of glycolysis, you're gonna generate two pyruvate molecules. That's right. Yeah, and the pyruvate pyruvate is gonna go into some other reactions, and then eventually it'll. Um, you want to get acetyl CoA to go into the whatever, whatever. Yeah. Boring, I boring, feel like, boring,
1: I feel like you would have been a lot more into me in high school when I actually knew all this stuff, because then we could relate on like a deeper level. But now we're relearning freshman biology.
0: I mean, that's what college is for, right?
1: To relearn freshman bio, yes, I agree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. I guess that was a good enough into a good enough look into how well Mark knows. I mean, these were kind of just random, but they were just carbs, proteins, and lipids. So, do you want to try to maybe move on to something a little bit more intense, or do you want to stick to just like basic? Freshman no, no, no. Vibe? Let's
1: send it. Let's send it for the squad. You know.
0: Send it for the squad. Okay. Shooters, shoot. Okay, so you said you wanted to kind of take it one step further.
1: Level up, baby.
0: Okay, so. This last question is going to be kind of like an open-ended question, and it's going to maybe involve a lot of topics from a lot of other... Disciplines? Aspects. Disciplines, I guess. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Oh, dear God.
0: So listen to the whole question first. This is definitely like an exam, short answer slash long answer type of question. But what I want you to essentially explain to me is how digestion works, all the way from the mouth all the way down to like your butt. (laughs) And in the process of digestion, I want you to tell me what's happening in each part of the digestive system, kind of what's happening maybe if you can on a molecular level. So starting from the mouth all the way down to like the butt in as much detail as you can. How does digestion work?
1: All right. Okay. So let's start, you know, we'll pick a yummy food. I think that's an appropriate place to start.
0: So Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick
1: a meal that I enjoy having with Julie a lot. Trader Joe's orange chicken. So
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Do I need to start with the cooking process, or can I pretend I already cooked it?
0: Let's pretend we're already sitting down and eating it.
1: Well, there's not much cooking involved anyway, so, you know.
0: That is true. Okay, so, so digestion. Let's just start with right. digestion. So
1: I take a bite, and then immediately my teeth are starting to break down the piece into smaller pieces. Now, at the same time, my saliva is starting to break down the proteins, right? Doesn't saliva do that? Like it breaks down, starting to like break it down a little bit.
0: So protein digestion doesn't actually happen until you reach the stomach. But think of like lipids, carbs, or proteins. Which do you think saliva has the ability to break down? Carbs. Correct.
1: Yeah, no. So I'm just saying, maybe I misspoke and specified, said protein. (laughs) I was just referring... To it being, having the ability to break something down. So following there, it goes into my throat and the epiglottis opens up so that I can, it goes down the right hole because there's like two holes.
0: So the epiglottis actually like state, like it blocks your, your like trachea. Yeah. So it doesn't like lift up. It folds down onto your trachea versus your esophagus okay this is editing me and editing me wants to clarify that the epiglottis actually covers the larynx when you swallow so that's just me trying to clarify that i'm not stupid but it does prevent food from going down your trachea so yeah i'm still right but besides the point hey i knew the epiglottis
1: was there you know i knew it was a flap
0: yeah okay Uh, okay
1: up or down it's all relative you know
0: it's all relative you're right you're right
1: yeah um, so then following that, you know, it's going down the esophagus into the stomach. And as Julia had alluded to, and what I will now reference, the proteins start to break down in the stomach. So, you know, there's a lot of acid; it's a pretty acidic in a spot to be.
0: Wait, so how does the food get from your esophagus to your stomach?
1: Gravity. Wait, no, no, no. It's not gravity or else spaceman can't eat in space. Um what? it's like the muscles start to like bring it down.
0: Yeah. Do you know what that process is called?
1: Swallowing.
0: Well, swallowing only happens like in your like throat area, doesn't it? it so so what about the actual esophagus? It like, like pushes what is the... it
1: down. It's like baby, are you
0: down, down, down?
1: And it like goes down.
0: But what is that called?
1: Digestion part one.
0: Okay, well let's move on. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we're in the stomach, things are happening. So like proteins are starting to get denatured, they're starting to break down, and then the stomach's job is really to kind of make it into one mass, right? Like it's to suck out all the nutrients and then shoot it into the intestine, but like before it gets to the intestine, it just like... Well,
0: can can you explain to me what's what's actually breaking down the food in the stomach?
1: So we have a lot of different enzymes in the stomach. Mm Mm-hmm. And these enzymes are meant to sort of break down different parts. So you know, there's going to be a part for the fat. There's going to be a part for the proteins. Part additional parts for starch and carbs and stuff and veggies. Like and what? It's, like enzymes.
0: Like what?
1: They have names. Bile. Um,
0: not there yet. Not there yet.
1: They're not there yet. Isn't the bile in the stomach?
0: No, bile is not in the stomach. Oh, it's in
1: the liver. Right, right, right. So then. It starts to like denature the proteins, but I'm not sure what type of enzymes are being utilized in this capacity.
0: You know how like we say it's like, there's like stomach acid.
1: Yeah. It's really stomach acid. What's enzyme. the acid? Citric acid?
0: <laughs> no.
1: What do you mean no? Isn't cit- Wouldn't citric acid be in my stomach though?
0: Yeah, if the food you consumed had citric acid in it.
1: Oh, I'm not sure.
0: No, it's okay. Let's keep going. So uh, So after we're done in the stomach, where do we go?
1: The intestines.
0: Which intestines?
1: The small intestine.
0: What happens in the small intestines?
1: I'm not too sure. I know the like the large intestine does stuff, but the small intestine, I feel like they're just you know soaking up more nutrients. Mm-hmm. And you know like it's just like that's where you know we're just getting that nutrient work in, you know, and just making mm-hmm. sure everyone gets what they need. That's just mm-hmm. going down, down, mm-hmm. and then after that you get to the large intestine, so you get to the mm-hmm. colon. And then, um, it, that's the whole job is like, you know, it's just like my showers just dry the fuck out of it, you know, just super dry. So like making sure you're absorbing all the water and stuff like that to make sure you're still hydrated.
0: Wait, why'd you compare it to a shower? A shower makes you wet.
1: Oh, because you always say that I'm drying out my skin by taking a shower.
0: Well, hot showers. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I was so confused.
1: (laughs) Anyways. So yeah, water, um, gets sucked out, and then you get to the duodenum, and then it meets the anus. The duodenum
0: duodenum is actually part of the small intestines, but okay.
1: (laughs) Stop killing the vibe.
0: Okay, I won't kill the vibe. I'm just
1: kidding. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I love you. Okay. So then it reaches the anus, and then I feel like I have to, you know, put my brains out. And then you engage the sphincter. Mm -hmm. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait one step back then i tell julia julia i need to poops brb so then i okay. bring my phone and then i start playing a game of eight ball taking absolute l's but then mm-hmm. i release the sphincter and then the muscles around the sphincter start pushing i think it's the adduct abductors is that right the abductors and the glutes start pushing and then that's how the mass starts to come out can i get some confirmation no (laughs) (laughs) that's a no for me dog
0: i mean like your butt muscles don't actually like your glutes don't do any of the work when you're pooping it's mostly just the muscles in your like pelvic floor and the muscles in your sphincter so you're Mm. like anal sphincters
1: Mm. wait you have more than one
0: You have. i think you have an internal and an external i'm pretty sure If, If what i remember from anatomy is correct correct me if i'm wrong i'm probably i don't know but i'm pretty sure you have multiple sphincters you have an internal and external
1: gang gang um
0: I can try to confirm that for you right now. That might take some time. But is there anything else you might want to add or, you know, correct about I mean, anything that you've said?
1: There's pro- I don't think correct is the right word. Probably, you know, elaborate on. I feel yeah, like I've probably skipped a couple steps. Um, I mean, I think, like, the liver and the kidneys take out toxins from the poop. I think I forgot to mention that. Um, the gallbladder takes out toxins as well, I believe and then yeah i feel like that covers a lot of it i mean i'm definitely missing a lot of pretty significant parts but i think i kind of took you through a journey through you know through the mouth into the esophagus into the stomach intestine small intestine large intestine sphincter poops.
0: um
1: <laughs> hard no like on a scale of one to ten right like, like if how, i were to grade this not not even yeah like or not even grade just like on level like imagine like competency like you know first grader to like college senior like where do i rank on the scale
0: in terms of digestion so yeah. where what is the starting point
1: like kindergarten like you know the kid knows like eat then poop like
0: um and then up to what
1: up to like you know college level phd level biologist
0: i feel like we're definitely at least at high school maybe
1: oh sick
0: yeah Close enough. But, yeah, you have multiple sphincters Mm. um, in your butt, from what I remember. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, uh, so let me just correct you on a few things, if that's okay with you, if you would like some feedback.
1: Dude, you already know. Big fan of continuous feedback.
0: Awesome. Okay, great. So, like we said, digestion starts in the mouth. So the act of chewing is also um, scientifically called mastication. Yes. And once it sounds a
1: lot like masturbation.
0: So different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's different.
0: <laughs> so, this piece of food that you've chewed, it's actually now called a bolus. Yes. And so the bolus to enter your esophagus, there's so there's a sphincter at the top of your esophagus and at the bottom there's the upper esophageal sphincter and then the bottom esophageal sphincter. Not that important, but the thing that I was trying to get you to say earlier how the muscle of like the muscles in your esophagus contract to bring the food down. That's called peristalsis. Mmm. Yes. Yeah. Peristalsis. And then obviously like we i you said that, but there's your saliva starts to break down the carbs as you you almost said it was protein, like Ferudian slip, whatever you want to call it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bringing in some psychology into the mix. Okay.
0: <laughs> so now like we're in your stomach, right? Yeah. So like you said, um lots of enzymes. But, like, the acid that I wanted you to name was hydrochloric acid.
1: Yes!
0: Right? That's, like, why your stomach juices are so acidic. And that's why, like, heartburn hurts like a bitch.
1: Yeah, is that, like, what hydrochloroquine is based off of?
0: Hydrochloroquine?
1: Yeah, you know, like, the thing that, like, stops coronavirus?
0: It doesn't stop coronavirus, don't you? (laughs) Hydrochloroquine? I don't know enough about hydrochloroquine, besides the point. So, this is hydrochloric acid, right? yeah and so not only does hydrochloric acid kind of help to break down the food, but it also helps to destroy a lot of bacteria that's on your food. So that's and also you know you you get the like you said digestion of proteins, lipids, that's where it starts, you know, then it moves to your small intestines. I love how you said your small intestines don't do much, but they do protein absorption, or not protein, or they do nutrient absorption. I'm like, that's the whole thing. <laughs> like the, the small intestines are literally the most important part.
1: Well, I of just your whole think digestive system. It, well, no, if you didn't have the large intestine, then you would literally be having diarrhea every single day.
0: Why would you not? Why would you have diarrhea?
1: Because the water wouldn't be absorbed.
0: You do realize the small intestines also absorb water, right? Like you're okay, so. Here's the clarification. Most of the absorption is actually done in your small intestines. Your large oh. intestines is mostly for...
1: Double checking.
0: Yeah, it's a double check mechanism. Whereas they just like, you know, if there's any remaining water in there or other salts in there, you know, it'll absorb that. But most, it's mostly just the waste.
1: Checks and balances, baby.
0: So after your stomach is done digesting, the food that you just ingested is now called chyme. Yeah. So the, yeah. De so kine. The chyme, Not dachyme. The chyme, C H Y M E, enters your small intestines through the pyloric sphincter, and you have three segments of your intestines: duodenum, jejunum, ileum. So that's the site of all of this. What is it called? Nutrient absorption.
1: Yeah. Pancreatic
0: juices are also released into the duodenum, and bile is also yeah. released into the duodenum. So bile, like you said, was made into is made by the liver, and it. Do you know what it, bile actually does, though?
1: it like it's acidic
0: it acts as an emulsifier yeah so it helps the fat that's being broken down mixed with water
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you know how like oil and water but like when you sometimes add like like vinegar like it can help emulsify it
1: yeah it's like a good sauce like a good dressing
0: yeah <laughs> except it's bile yeah. so at that point you know everything's being absorbed into the into the intestines all of the carbs and fats and proteins that were broken down and then all of a sudden you have all of this waste that's carried to the large intestines through the ileocecal valve and you're pretty much just trying to get rid of all or trying to take as much water as you can that's left over then you just eliminate the rest and then you poop
1: yeah that's pretty much it then you facetime your girl
0: but see like i can tell that you under know these things just when i start to mention things like bile or chyme or yeah
1: Nah, it's like definitely it's a lot deeper than just me sitting on the toilet like facetiming you or like texting you it's
0: just isn't it crazy that
1: you know no dude biology is wild like i mean like that's the thing that like i guess like trips me out is just like you know people always say oh like why don't you like i don't know it's just like bios everywhere like physics is everywhere chem is everywhere it's just we just don't notice it right like you're just like so used to all these like different things Versus, like, there are a lot of other things that people, like, claim are more valuable and are just so, like, intangible and you just can't really grasp them. But, like, with bio, it's like, bitch, look outside. Like, do you see the clouds? That's bio. Or do you see the plants? That's biology. Or do you see, like, you know, you moving? That's physics. I don't know. STEM is wild.
0: STEM is wild. So I think if I were to give you a report card for this whole podcast, I think I would give you a solid B,
1: that's a very generous b i might have been i must have been very nice to the teacher probably some after school sessions you know, you know a little uh a little uh, tlc what tender loving care geez
0: oh i thought about i thought about the music group
1: i was trying to think of a song but i'm really afraid of mixing up them and destiny's child
0: what song were you gonna say
1: don't go chasing waterfalls
0: i would give you a solid b i think you have most of the i think you have a lot of big picture things down just small minor details that you might need to work on but i feel like that's very representative of who you are as a learner (laughs) (laughs) just as
1: a person right like i think outside of just like learning a very big picture like i'm just like yeah it's fine i'm
0: definitely more detail oriented than him dude but what is detail that's the point what is a b these days is that like a 80 It's that's 30? a b minus <laughs> so what is it so what's the a b, a b-?
1: 84
0: to 86 so I, g- I give you a solid 85 85 out of 100 that means you passed and i guess we can move on to more complex things <laughs> yeah this has been fun this is pretty cool
1: you know thank you for doing this
0: so I guess if you're someone who doesn't know anything about STEM, or maybe you're someone who's just like Mark and a business student, maybe this made you feel better, or maybe it didn't. Who knows? <laughs>
1: who knows? I mean, come back. You know, I think the goal is that you know we'll flip the, flip the cards a little bit, flip the chairs a little bit, and have um Julie answer some business questions, one of these days.
0: I think he might be pleasantly surprised, or I'm gonna feel in- incredibly stupid.
1: <laughs> no, because I think you know there's definitely a crossover between all these different disciplines, right? I think we all kind of know a little bit about something. It's Mm -hmm. just to the level, like you said, to the level of detail that you know it will be the part that really sets us apart.
0: Stonks, baby, stonks.
1: Big stonks, big stonks. All right, guys, well, this has been Date Night with Mark and Julia. We just want to thank you for the privilege of your time, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Cue the outro music, baby.
0: Okay. (sighs) I'm like now realizing that it's like your pharynx that connects to your trachea, but besides the point.